Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. It's a mission and a calling, and I believe it is for such a time as this. Uh, we will have uh, Mindy with us here in just a little bit. I've got, you know me, i got a lot to get off my chest. And first of all, Beth, better go to prayer, because I think we're needing it, my friends. We definitely, definitely are needing it. For such a time as this, oh, most gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you. We praise you for the great God that you are, the creator God of all life and our Savior. We give you praise, Father, for all the blessings you have bestowed upon us. And so many of them we take for granted. I'm sorry, Father, that your children are are so self-centered. But, Father, I pray today that you will grant all your children across this nation strength and courage. I pray for wisdom. And yes, Lord, I pray for divine intervention for what is happening here in America. A A nation once called by your name is now not even recognizable. Specifically, Father, I pray for President Donald John Trump and his family, and his lawyers, and all those who are associates around him. But, Father, we know that he is being attacked because those in charge hate your children. I pray that you will help CSE Talk Radio be your voice, your voice, Abba Father, reaching out to your children, believers, helping them be encouraged and strengthened and ready. We fear the enemy of our nations, of other nations, foreign enemies, are closing in on us, Father. And we might soon, we don't know, but we might soon feel the horror of war personally as we never have before, not here. I know, Father, America has failed to remain a godly nation. I pray that you will help your children to bring this nation back to you. Help your children to have the the passion for the loss that you do. Give us strength. Father, bless the show today. Bless Mindy and her family. Father, she is so, so special to me. For such a time as this, I believe you place both Mindy and myself right where we are. And it is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, today is happy birthday to Trump. It is President Donald Trump's birthday. I thought they said last night he was going to be 76, but I think they said this morning he's going to be 77. He is 77 today. A man who stands strong and is standing in the gap. Yes, he's standing in the gap between the insurrected American government and we the people 
the true constitutional republic. We've lost it, you know. But just as President Trump takes the political abuse for us, we must not let him take it alone. We must stand with this man. There is no other one running for president that will be able to clean up Dodge. I see only three candidates I would even consider. Trump is number one. I won't consider anybody as long as he is here with us. The other two are Vivek Ramaswamy and Perry Johnson. Why? Because they are not part of D.C., that's why. I will not vote for another president that's part of D.C. I just won't do it. None of those two are taking money from the establishment donors. We know that. They're both funding their own, I believe. I don't know that Vivek has taken any money. I could be wrong, perhaps. So they will owe them nothing. However, Vivek and Perry do not know the swamp as <laughs> as close up personal, personally as Trump does. I think we could take them both. I think he could take them both under his wings, and they could serve. Vivek is young. He could serve eight years after Trump. Oh, by the way, he has played, pledged and urged all candidates to do the same, to pardon President Donald J. Trump if and when elected. The others have not followed suit. I believe Perry Johnson said yes, that he would. But the others are just him hawing around and trying to use this to their advantage. So today is also Flag Day, and I wanted to talk about that just a little bit. We will have Mindy. Mindy, hang in there. We're going to come to you. So Flag Day, we wondered why it was June 14th, and it's June 14th every year. And, of course, that's because... It was June 14, 1777, when the Continental Congress approved the uh, uh, the pattern. They they approved the details of the the art of the uh, flag, and this is what they said. And I'd never read this exactly like this, or else you know sometimes you can read something and it pops out. You might have read it before, and it just didn't do that to you. It says here that the flag of the United States shall be of 13 stripes of alternate red and white with a union of 13 stars of white in a blue field representing the new constellation. I thought that was a neat way of putting it. But it didn't become a national holiday. It gave lots of different things that happened up until that time. But both President Wilson in 1916 and President Coolidge in 1927, they issued proclamations asking for June 14th to be observed as National Day, Flag Day. But it wasn't until August the 3rd, 1949, that Congress approved the national observance, and it was President Harry Truman who signed it into law. Why did it take him so long? They must have needed a committee or a hearing or something. Or maybe they needed to have some kind of an investigation. I don't know. So in honor of that, I want to share with you my poem, Tattered and Torn. I saw, and I wrote this back in 2021, and I really did feel this way as I saw this flag. So this is really inspired by what I saw. And it was a huge flag flying up in Jefferson City. And it was right after things were starting to open up after 2020. And it's a, a huge flag above some car dealership. 
I saw a tattered flag today. Her stripes were torn and oh so frayed. Upon a hill she stood unfurled, the brilliance of her stars all blurred. At first I was angry and somewhat dismayed. How could they fly, old glory, this tattered, worn-out way? She was torn and disrespected. She was worn and so neglected. Old and faded by the sun, her once bright colors now looked undone. As my gaze locked upon her, my anger turned to shame. For that's how we the people in this nation are today. We are divided and torn, our emotions all in threads. Our colors, once diverse and proud, are now belligerent instead. As an independent people, we once could all agree. Our strength and honor came from our unique diversity. Now we are divided, no longer states united. Our allegiance is broken. Only angry words are spoken. We may all stop. May we all stop and take a deep breath. Take just a moment to concentrate and to reflect. What has changed? Our history is the same, yet somehow we are convinced that we should be ashamed. Don't let your heart be shattered. Sometimes we all feel tattered. Sometimes we all feel torn. But rest assured, America, in freedom we were born. Though tattered and torn, still old glory freely flies, reminding us of who we are from way up in the sky. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. I'm going to have to cut it short, and we will be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. Pledge to buy American. In these inflationary times, our Made in the USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference. When you buy American, the money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to Made in the USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other Made in the USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com. Better, safer, beautiful variety and great art. More than just forks and spoons, they provide liberty. LibertyTabletop.com or call 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. LibertyTabletop.com. 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Buy American and bring America home. 
You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We have Mindy Patterson co-hosting with me today, although you wouldn't know it since I monopolized the first segment. Didn't even quite get through it all. How you doing, Mindy? Good morning. I'm hanging in there, as I know most Americans are. are. It's just crazy times. Before we get started, and all that you have to share with us, I want to tell you about the meeting I attended last night. Oh. And yes. um, it's not necessarily good news. <laughs> and I know you listen to the news a lot like I do, maybe not quite as bad as I am. But the meeting last night was given by a man who did run for office here and lost. I think it was a cheat loss, but uh, he's decided he's not going to run again. He was going to, but um, he's decided he's best needed here. He's retired from the military. And I have been listening also to Gordon Chang and retired General Blaine Holt on Greg Kelly when they're on there. And what he was saying last night is what they've been saying, and it's kind of scary. They say be prepared. They're telling Americans to be prepared. They and many others with the military intel believe America will be in war and that China will strike Taiwan and China will attack here. Mm-hmm. On our soil. And I'm sure that's not um, something you're surprised about. We're praying it doesn't happen. But last night when we were told, and I don't know if this is absolutely positively true, all of his sources are sources that I trust. One is the Epic Times. But he said that they believe there are at least 5,000 Chinese here now. They believe the Russian troops are here as well. And, of course, we all know that this administration lost, quotes in the air here, 80,000 Afghanis when they brought them over here. Foreign enemies are here. We've got 5 million people that are crossed that border since Biden became president. They could do lots of things. They could take down our grid. They could seize military bases. They could do lots of harm. And how can the American people be ready was what he was talking about last night for such a war. Because it'll be like something we've never seen before. We have all been very fortunate. This administration has drained our military of ammo and weapons. They only have like a week of that to go. And fuel needed for war. Our food supply is already in trouble. So how does America prepare for this unthinkable? And he did give several ideas and things that we should be doing. And we decided last night that CSE Talk Radio is going to start dedicating time to this. I'm not ready to do that yet. I've got to do some studying. 
and help all the listeners and all the people we are associated with be prepared. But if there is a strike, most radio shows and TV shows will be gone. The grid will be down, more than likely, and the enemy in charge will not allow such talk as what we have here. So we're in trouble. We know that we're in trouble, and I think we all all are in agreement with that. The extent of it, I think we just don't even want to focus. But we're going to have to be prepared. Being prepared and it not happening is a whole lot better than not being prepared and it happening. <laughs> so they go after the only president that has w- been willing to respect the Constitutional Republic. And I didn't like everything Trump did. People know that. But this administration allows spy balloons and captures information. We know that he is guilty of taking bribes. And maybe this spy plane was preempting the attack. Who knows? But I have feared this for a while. And now others are talking about it who are a little bit more military savvy than me. And it seems like it is a possibility. Congress makes noise, Mindy. That's all they do is make noise. And the things that you fight every single day, they are putting us in a position, a weak position. Because the things you fight every day are also affecting our food supply. Yes. And so they are continually, and I'm going to have you start talking about all this stuff that they are trying to do um, legislatively. And how this is all communism in America. It, that's exactly what it is. It We're is. just fooling ourselves if we think we are free people. It is. You know, we've, we were calling it socialism for a while, but it's, socialism is communism. And uh, communism is here. It's not like it's around the corner. <laughs> it's here. And it doesn't surprise me at all to hear what you learned last night at this meeting. You know, we all knew something weird was going on when Biden took office. And he withdrew from Afghanistan and left $7 billion of military yes. equipment there. To our enemies. Yep. Afghan's been selling them yes. to our enemies. Yes. And uh, something else that they said last night, which I have been saying, of course, there was no insurrection on January 6th, that right. it took place a long time ago. And so I did agree, but not fully agree, because I believe it happened longer ago but he believed, and he said it's just his opinion, doesn't have fact, it's an opinion, that there was an insurrection that day, and our republic was seized. And things have gone downhill since that day. Oh, we can know that. I mean, we, are, we're, so. we know that. And then they were going after President Trump, and I fear for that man's life. I fear for his family's life. I know he's going to stand strong, but what if they start attacking his family? I mean, I know they have financially and with lawyers and stuff, but I'm talking about other threats. And I'm worried. I am very worried about him, for him. Anyway, we need to be ready, and we are going to to just uh, voice out to my listeners, we are going to order one of the manuals that he suggested, and uh, they're very expensive. The show is going to pay for it because I don't have any money, and really I can't afford it with the show, but I'm going to do it anyway. And we're going to tell you what it says in there to be prepared. We're going to start doing that. So, you know what just came to my mind when you and I were covering together the Republican National Convention when it was in yes. Cleveland in 2016, uh-huh. and you and I were uh, doing reports daily, and one of the things that you and I talked about was uh, Trump's optimism and how mm. it was, you just mentioned something similar in your introduction, 
and how his optimism is truly the foundation of courage. He's a very, very brave man. Yes, he is. So is his family. And what I love about America and all of my beloved patriotic friends like yourself is the optimism that binds us together and carries us to a new day to continue this fight and has. This is far from over. I do believe we will defeat this enemy. I do. I, I believe so strongly, like you do, in the founding principles that have carried us and braced us as we have fought tyranny through the Obama campaign, through the Biden administration, not campaign, through his, well, his campaign, but his administration. (laughs) (laughs) It's just been a never-ending campaign with Obama, hasn't it? But but Biden and his his tyrannical overreach, they're no longer hiding this stuff. It's insane. It's been insane. And what has worried me in recent months is seeing strong individuals and, um, you know, media uh, talking heads who have really been truthful about everything, and they are concerned. To hear you say you're concerned is concerning. Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's alarming. And so we need to, we do, we need to be prepared. And I think, you know, that's part of being optimistic is preparing. And, you know, that's part of being a good American and a good Christian, too. Yes. Because whether you're facing a war like we think we might be facing or other things, there's always things, and you need to be ready, not just for yourself, but for your neighbor. But in my poem, since we're going to get into this, and and we're going to run out of time in this segment, too. In my poem, as I finished, you talked about optimism. It says, though tattered and torn, still old glory freely flies. All of us look at this flag, reminding us of who we are from, who we are from way up in the sky. A symbol of our liberty and tragedies gone by. She watches over America with dignity and pride. There is no perfect nation, no people without sin. Look to the good and not the bad and to bring us home again. And I added this morning on there, just for our information, to remind us, united we stand, divided we fall. And that's why they have been trying to divide us. And the gentleman last night that was speaking... He said, we're not as divided as they're trying to make us sound. And he had evidence, he thought, from listening to Lindell and some of these others, which uh, the left hates, that Trump actually got over 100,000-some votes in 2020, and Biden only got 50, legitimate 50,000. We're not as divided as they're trying to make us out to be. And I think that's why they have this invasion going on. But America is known, Mindy, for rising above these tragedies and these trials. And it's going to be the American Christians that save this nation. Yes. It's going to be people like, uh, I don't know, all these retired generals that are, they're the ones. Then they're going to go after them first. So we've got to protect this land. But it's not going to be easy this time, my friends. So we're going to have to be ready. When we come back, I'm turning it over to Mindy because she's got some battles that are immediate and we need to go after them. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Mindy Patterson of the Cavalry Group. Boots on the ground. And we will be right back.
And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Mindy Patterson of the Cavalry Group. We have kind of dominated the, or I have, <laughs> the uh, show so far, but I kind of want to turn it over to Mindy because she's got several things and they are call to actions and things that you just need to know. People don't know this is going, did you, I'm sure you did. I don't know who he was. He's some, some celebrity. I don't know if he's a singer or a rapper or what he was. Did he bought a puppy and they went after him for buying a puppy? Oh, yeah. Uh, he's a Saturday Saturday Night Live actor who oh, is allergic okay. to just any dog, and so he purchased a dog from a pet store. And PETA, the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, which is a radical animal extremist group, uh, went after him, and he took to the airwaves and pushed back. It was awesome. <laughs> he was a little foul mouthed about it, but yeah, he he was <laughs> pretty much told him where they could go. <laughs> That seems to resonate with the younger groups these days, but, you know, um, yeah, the message was still the same. They're, you know, these animal rights organizations are right in there with the uh, environmental extremist groups that are yes, lying are. about, you know, climate change. They're using all the, the climate hoax to influence policy to bring change to our farmers and ranchers, as you've talked about infinitely on your show. And, you know, I've talked a lot about um, with you, and you've allowed me this this platform to have your listeners be able to identify the counterfeit. And the way to identify a counterfeit is not studying all the possible uh, counterfeits out there. There's a lot of things that could be fake, a lot. What we need to study is the truth. We need to stick to what we know is true by Very studying well the Bible, by studying... Um, the Constitution and our founding principles, which, you know, protect our God-given rights. This country was founded to protect our, you know, our God-given rights, freedom of religion, freedom of speech. All these things that we hold dear are being shredded through this bizarre way of, of that's just tyrannical government at the local, state, and federal level. And so it's important for everyone to be able to identify the counterfeit. And the only way you can identify that is to know what's true, because we are being barraged by fake information. And that, again, is why your show is so incredibly important, because you are so, uh, you're a bright light, Beth Ann, in, in shining a light on not only the truth, but helping guide people through what can be dark days to, to show them what is false. So important, and well, and I can't thank you enough. This well, this feels scary on some days, and you know I I feel like we're just climbing up this incredibly steep mountain. Most days I feel overwhelmed. We've just wrapped up state legislative sessions in in every state. We follow bills in all fifty states, and it's just been this barrage of unconstitutional stuff. Why are we passing so many bills? Don't we have enough laws? How about if we just yeah. enforce what we've got? Send them <laughs> you know? up there with erasers. Right. But, but <laughs> now we're having to pass laws to protect our constitutional rights. It's absurd to me. So, you know, now I, we're turning our sights. Uh, the Calvary Group is turning our sights to the federal bills that these animal rights organizations are pushing. And, you know, I could go through the list. You can see them on our website. If you go to thecavalrygroup.com, click on the Take Action tab, 
And in the drop-down menu, there's state and federal legislative campaigns. You can see those. And we've set things up so that people can respond to your congressman and U.S. senators simply by, you know, click, the click of a button to oppose these bills. But know this, all of these pieces of legislation sound like they're going to save the world from animal cruelty, but we already have anti-cruelty laws in all 50 states. So what are they hiding behind in this smokescreen of this urgency of we have to stop animal cruelty? Are there bad actors in the world? You betcha. But we have enough rule, we have enough laws now to protect against that. So these animal rights extremists and environmental extremists are hiding behind this false facade to get these bill passed. Why? Why are they doing that? Because within the legislation, every single one of these bills that you'll see on our website that we are opposing, they are written to take away due process. They are written to allow bureaucrats, unelected bureaucrats, on your private property to unlawfully seize your animals. And they're not going after the unscrupulous, they're going after the law-abiding. We see it every single day. I mean, we're submerged in this every day. Right now we're dealing with some very crazy situations in the state of Florida with the Florida Fish and Wildlife, even in Missouri with the Department of Agriculture. We've got inspectors that are writing people up with things that aren't even in the statute. So, you know, unless we hold these people accountable, they won't, they'll just continue to ride roughshod on people and have them go out of business. Unfortunately, that's already started. There's such tyrannical behavior from these uh, bureaucratic agencies that are tasked with regulatory powers that act like they're kings. It's really scary what happens when you give somebody a badge. You know, they act like oh, they... Yeah. They act like they can they can swagger onto your property and tell you what to do. No, this is not okay, and it is happening every single day. So I'm heading to Washington, D.C. in two weeks and again in July to basically work to keep a lot of bad stuff out of the Farm Bill. The Farm Bill will be voted on in September, as will the FY, which stands for Fiscal Year 24, Agriculture Appropriations Bill, and those two big pieces of legislation have become the dumping grounds for animal rights and environmental extremist groups to slip in in the 11th hour their amendments with a lot of bad legislation that will destroy the horse industry, destroy the pet industry, and destroy our farmers and ranchers across America. We've already witnessed a lot of these things, and uh, sometimes they've already these bills have already passed and and we've been dealing with the aftermath but it's we're about to have another round of this Mm. and there aren't enough groups showing up to stop this these amendments on the farm bill because too many americans are acting like well you know sometimes we need to have we need to take better care of animals or we need to do this or you know farmers and ranchers need more regulation and we i'm sorry no we, we need to stop with that mentality, or we will have no food on the shelves. We are an eyelash away. We have less than 1% of our population is made up of farmers and ranchers now, as you've repeated on air yes, many times. It just keeps going down. And and we will have uh, Bill Bullard on, I think, in another week. Wonderful. Um, 
and we're going to talk about they actually have found some mad cow, and, of course, that's coming in from outside this country, yes. and John Kerry, who wants to kill all the cows. Right. So we're going to talk about that. Well, I'm going through these bills you sent to me, and I did not read them all. I mean, I didn't click on read more and read the bills. but Ooh, That's okay. <laughs> we gave a summary, brief summary. But, yeah, well, I'm going to let you do the summary, but I'm noticing it is also nonpartisan. You've got a Democrat oh. from Colorado on one, a Republican from New York on another. Oh, and here together, here's another Republican from Pennsylvania on another one, and a Democrat and a Republican on Another one, yet yeah, they they prevent all soaring tactics, mm-hmm. um, and yet another one has two Democrats on it. But, That's the depressing part. Yeah. The chairman of the House Agriculture Committee, Glenn Thompson, has uh, been endorsed by a very radical animal rights group run by Wayne Pacelli and his sidekick Marty Irby. Um, as as a champion for their agenda. And he's the chairman of the House Ag Committee. Awful. Well, and I just had, you've, you've talked to Tim before. He calls in quite a bit. He's from Iowa. Follows the politics a lot. He's made the comment here on Facebook, too many of the farmers have no idea what is in these bills. And that is true. Yes. And that is because I don't have a far enough reach. And uh, that takes money and Animal rights groups are not going to send me money. I can't even get a Republican to send me money. But anyway, <laughs> we uh, we struggle, but we do the best we can with the tools we've got, as Derry Brownfield used to say. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Mindy Patterson, and we will be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website Immuno150.com, that's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888 316-2224. 
888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. My MyPillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-432-8150. 800-432-8150. That's 800-432-8150. And we have returned to listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're in the final segment of today's show. Mindy, I, I do apologize for taking up so much oh, time. No. But I, I do want to, uh, I want to um, throw something out that I did read on one of these, only because I know it's the most misunderstood thing ever. And, and all these that I kind of, I just read the little, um, just enough to get a synopsis of each one. Mm-hmm. And as you said earlier, we already have laws to protect mm-hmm. They're already in place and they're already working. So this is this is more of um, restrictive than protective. Let's put it that way. Yes. But the the one that is um, prohibiting pro, legislation prohibits the knowing sale or transport of horses for the purpose of human consumption. Yes. How many people in America do you know that are eating horses? <laughs> Well, and <laughs> it, it is, it, it, it always has been uh, something that, you know, has nourished people who were interested in eating um, Very Cheval. high protein. It, Very you know, high. They call it Cheval in France. Uh, yeah. There is a market for it, and there is still a market here. But my greatest concern is, is, is the welfare of horses. Yes. Um, and if we don't have regulated uh, properly over, with oversight by USDA of horse processing here in the U.S., it just creates a very dire circumstance for horses. I mean, right now they're being shipped across the border into Canada and Mexico on these long trailer rides, and, you know, we need to have this, bring this back here. In addition to that, 
you know, human consumption aside, we've got members who feed horse meat to their large carnivores in zoos. And it is a proper zoo diet. And right now they're importing horse meat from Canada. Why are we doing that? And the source of those horses from Canada were probably from America. So it's this dumb uh, extended trail that we have, chain of uh, events that's taking place. Furthermore, what really concerns me about this legislation, which is called the Save American Forgotten Equines, (laughs) <laughs> Act, also known as SAFE Act. It's H.R. 3355 and Senate Bill 2732. If this passes and we start banning uh, the horse processing, what's next? Are they going to start banning the, the processing of beef cattle? And they have been doing, yes. And they have been doing, no, because they want to kill the cows because they're all gassy. They've been trying to do this for a long time. I remember Derry Brownfield talking about this as well. Right. And Europe does eat horse meat. Yes. And is, uh, delectable is supposed to be very high in protein. It's good for you. There's too many of us that watch the cowboy shows. And so America kind of gasps at it. But they, I mean, they used to slaughter the horses. I mean, it used to be like the glue factory. They used to have, you know, talk about that. But otherwise, these poor uh, creatures, they just, they t- their death is horrible. Yes. It's a very, I'll tell you, if a horse does not, if they're not given a quick and painless death that is, is met uh, in a lot of these horse processing facilities, it's quick and painless. And by the way, if this were to pass, it's not a mandate for people who own horses to send their horses to slaughter. It's, it's basically a protection against people who discard horses on public and private lands. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, and, yeah. and for these horses to die a slow, painful death of starvation and fur- thirst is absolutely cruel. And, you know, the animal rights groups that banned horse slaughter in the U.S. Uh, with regards to shutting down of the processing plants in 2007, they basically did a backroom deal in the 11th hour on the Agriculture Appropriations Bill back in, in 07, as I said, that basically placed riders not allowing for uh, giving our grants for inspections in horse processing facilities. So it all dried up. So it wasn't sh- long after that. that pe- Do you remember in Missouri, Bethann, when people were dumping horses yes. in, in parks? They would go in with a trailer of horses and come out with an empty trailer. Well, you can't bury them. I mean, it's right. it's pretty difficult to bury them when they yeah. do pass away. Yeah. I mean, they're they're not like it costs you know, a lot of money too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They've, the animal rights organizations have created a very dire circumstances for the horse industry and horse owners across America with no solutions. This is a solution, but again, it's also an incremental step in the wrong direction where people start thinking, "Oh well, we we need to ban this." Well, what's going to happen? I mean, we're an eyelash away from banning other meat animals. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. if you're hungry enough, a horse is going to look pretty pretty tasty. It, you know, we're going to be Venezuela if we're not careful the, the direction that we're going. And we all know how that went in Venezuela with food. People were eating their pets. China strikes here. I'll tell you what. These people, these radicals, will be the first one killing yeah. the animals for, for food. Yeah. You know, um we need to uh, be very serious about some things here because I know. Greta Thunberg several days ago said we only had five days left. Climate change was going to kill us all. So we're down to two days now. <laughs> and um, we need to take things very seriously. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just we laugh and joke about it because 
otherwise we just go completely insane. But something like this and all these other bills that are here, I just mentioned that one because I remember us talking about it once before. Yes. And in America, we don't have, I mean, there are some that do. I mean, but it's not like, it's not like the beef industry, which they are attacking. And, um, it's, it's something that it's there for protection. But the cattle the slaughtering of horses is there for protection. If it Go wasn't ahead. for Bill Bullard pointing out our true enemies, honestly, I mean, he has always taken these things seriously. Uh, absolutely. And and these things are serious. And I'm only laughing because Greta Thunberg, I can't believe people take her seriously. I mean, it's just a <laughs> joke. But what I need to say is that th- these bills, uh, such as the Save American Forgotten Equines that I mentioned that will ban horse slaughter in, in the United States and completely shut down our borders for transport into Canada and Mexico. And then the PAST Act, you know, the Prevent All Soaring Tactics Act, horse soaring is already illegal. Again, they're slipping stuff into these bills that are going to completely destroy the horse industry that no one is paying attention to. But these two bills, those two bills are are pieces of legislation that Wayne Pacelli and Marty Irby from Animal Wellness Action, a radical animal rights organization, they have made these proclamations that they plan to amend the farm bill with these pieces of legislation. They've told the world this. So we're working to make sure that that doesn't happen. And going to Washington, D.C. is very expensive. And so if anybody out there who's a horse person who's willing to, you know, become a member of the cavalry group to help us help fund our efforts to get there, I would greatly appreciate it. I, you know, it's just... It, the fight just keep, continues, and it's very frustrating when no one seems to be paying attention to these things, and we do our very best to get this information out there. And I, um, Let me um, – have you been uh, doing your podcast regularly? I've, I apologize that I haven't seen it. Oh, no, it's okay. Uh, it's actually audio only. It's called okay. Everything is Political, and okay. you can find that on our website, too. We've done one so far, but I'm getting ready to do another, and I'm planning to have you on soon. So okay, that'll be great. That'll be great. That. And, and we have, uh, I am still on Substack. I'm not doing it every day. I just could not keep up every day. So I'm doing it about every other day or so. So I will be putting Amazing. up another one today. And uh, just try to keep us all encouraged as well as a, under, understand what a dire situation we have grown to be in yes. all the socialism. Mindy, thank you. The thank Cavalry you, Group. Man. Go to thecavalrygroup.com or click on the icon at my website. And let's bring America home. God bless you, Mindy. Home.